that was Duran Duran. I love Duran Duran. Growing up in the 80s, I guess I'm going to age myself again. Duran Duran was the, is it. Oh, for me it was. I don't know. I used to love them. I used to like them. And actually today, that's a perfect song for today's show because I'm going to talk about photography. Send on Snapchat and my personal email. I received a lot of messages about photography. Now, I'm not an expert in photography. As a matter of fact, I think photography is the least thing, well, besides podcasting, but I'm getting better. I think photography is the least thing I'm good at. I think I'm better at making websites. I think I'm better at editing videos. I think I'm better at other things. But photography is a thing that I always call it the necessary evil. Because when, when I do, photography is definitely a big part of, of what I do, what I've been doing. And I think photography is a, it's different for everybody. Because I was never formally trained to be a photographer. I took some classes in high school. And again, this is a long time ago where we used to walk around school holding like a shoebox with a little pinhole in it with some film in the back with some tape over the hole. And we'll open up the little hole and hold the hold the um, hold the shoebox, and then close it up, and then we'll develop it, and you'll get you'll get an image. Now this was very basic photography classes that I took again back in high school. I didn't take any classes. And funny when I joined the army, one of the choices that I had was a combat photographer. And I'm like, well, it'd be cool to be a photographer, but I don't know about the whole combat part. And the funny thing is, when I joined the Army, I still ended up going in combat. So, bah, there you go. You know, you don't know how shit's going to end up working out. Maybe I should have been a combat photographer, but it's all good. So, today I'm going to talk about photography. And I'm also going to talk about girls. How do I get so many girls? Because that's the question, another question the guys ask me a lot. And that's very complicated. It's not, I mean, that could be a 10-hour podcast when it comes to that. So I'm just going to give you the basic on how to talk to girls. Because I think the thing with Barrio Girls, if you, you follow me, obviously, you know Barrio Girls, is it was very important who we shot. Because I'm not those guys like that will shoot 100 girls that were okay or below average. I... I think Barrio Girls is known for having pretty girls. I mean, because I don't think I shoot ugly girls. And a lot of our girls are known out there. They shoot with us or whatnot. So, um, so, so I'll go into that. And I guess the final part of that, the episode is going to be OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans yet because I've been pushing it and pushing it because I just don't think it's what I do. But I'm going to, I already have one. I just haven't done it. I just did it because I wanted to keep the name or hold the name onto it, but I didn't, I haven't put any content, but I'm going to start just because so many of you asked me for it and I've been lagging on the website. So, but again, I'll go into all that. So the first thing we're going to talk about is photography. But before I get into that, excuse me, I had to hit the cough button. I just want to thank everybody that's been following and subscribing and leaving me reviews, I, I, I appreciate it because I, I've spoken about this before. There's a million things you guys could be doing. And there's a lot of things going on in the world with, with the election before and COVID now and all the shutdowns that are going to come up. And 
I appreciate you taking your time to download it, subscribe it, subscribe to it, listen to it, and give me feedback on it. it I really do appreciate it. I mean, I talk a lot of shit. I mean, I'm, I'm who I am, but when it comes to this, I do appreciate it because it does mean a lot to me. I put, believe it or not, I put work into it and I definitely put money into the equipment. So I'm not making any money off this. I'm, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm paying money because the, the, the podcasts have to be hosted somewhere. And the more subscribers you get or the more, the more downloads you get, the more you have to pay each month. And I was glad I hit thousands of, of, of downloads, but when I got the bill, I was like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, but Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm not expecting it to blow up right away. I know it takes many, many of episodes and I'm only on episode number seven. I see other podcasters again, like Rogan, almost at 2000. I'm like, Jesus, how is it doing 2000s? But you know what? During the day, I'm thinking about ideas. I'm writing shit down. I'm talking to my son. We're going back and forth of, of what should we talk about? And he advises me and it's all good. But I, I'm just trying to, again, bring a service to you guys because I said I said it before, people ask me many questions and social media is about me being asked questions and me trying to answer as many questions. And I average around 50 to 80 questions a day throughout all my social media, either Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter. So um, the podcast is definitely a, a good way to answer many of those questions. But again, a million thank you for me and my family since they're part of this because I'm in my daughter's room right now because they have the good light and they have a good desk and their cat's right next to me looking right at me like thinking I'm fucking crazy. So, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Photography. <clears throat> Photography to me came by accident. When I joined the Army and I came home from like Christmas break, my dad gave me like an old 1967 camera, an old camera. And it was manual film. And he just said, here, just take it. Because when he was a young kid in Mexico, he used to work at a camera shop in Mexicali. And he would develop pictures for tourists and all that shit. So he knew a little bit about photography, but again, he wasn't formally trained. So as a gift, he gave me his old camera. Um... It was old 1967 Pentax. That's yeah, that's the brand Japanese camera. <clears throat> so I took it to me. I took it with me to to combat, and I took it with me. And of course, the first probably like forty or fifty pictures were horrible. I sucked. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I bought a book and started learning. And eventually, I got to the point where the pictures were not horrendous. The pictures actually came out pretty good. And I think one of the biggest regrets or <clears throat> I'm guessing one of the biggest disappointments is the fact that I lost the book. I had a book of maybe like around 100 or 200 pictures of my experience during Desert Storm and that book is gone. I look for it and I don't know. So it's that sucks. I had a lot of stuff on there that I, w I wanted to remember. Friends that I lost and people that I knew and but I can't share that with my kids so that's the problem that I have with that. So that's kind of how my journey into photography st got in started. I was interested in it. Now, let's forward to the late 90s, early 2000s. And I was at a Fry's Electronics. Remember those Fry's? 
back in the day, those were the place that was a place to go. That was a place to go for computer parts or whatnot, but they had everything, especially here in the Bay Area. <clears throat> so I'm walking and I see a magazine, the magazine called Street Low. And if you're for the Bay Area, LA, um, you know what Street Low magazine is. It's kind of like a lowrider magazine, but not as it's not as big. And on in the front of the well, in the inside of the magazine, they say they say they were looking for photographers. And I'm like, well, okay. I bought a com. I bought a camera, a small little like a Rebel G, like nothing really fancy. And I started taking a few pictures, and okay, pretty good. And I hit these guys up like, hey, you know, I'll I'll, I'll do car shows. I'll work for you guys. I wanna I wanna I I would like to like work with you guys. Well, volunteer. And they said, yeah, sure. So I just started going to car shows. And then from car shows, I started doing actual photo shoots and traveling with them and doing things like that. And it was great. It was a great learning experience. I was with them for a few years. I got one. I think I got one or two of the covers. So there you go. You're just, you know, you're listening to a national, nationally published photographer. Because, yeah, I mean, the magazine was national. And I did get a cover, so yeah, that's my that's my um, highlight right there. But things changed, and then the time of the inter- internet came, and I I learned film. My my first experience was with film, and back in those days, also we would always talk about and digital. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck digital. Digital is never going to be better than film. Blase, blase, and nobody really wanted to make the move to to digital because back then it just it just did not compare to film honestly it even it, it just didn't compare to film so eventually like with everything like technology it, it it becomes better and i made the switch to to digital and it's a small little sony camera it was a nice it was a nice little sony camera i forgot the number they don't make those obviously they don't make those anymore so those were the first that was the first camera I used for the first photo shoots that I did with, with Barry Girls. But the difference with that camera, because actually, if you've seen um, the shoot I did with Genevieve Jolie when she's on a, on a bomb, on a, on a, on a lowrider, and she's wearing suspenders, actually, that's the picture that we used for the logo. We used a $700 camera. And that was like a legendary shoot. That was the shoot that kind of put us on the map when it comes to what we're doing with Barry Girls. And... It was, I didn't use any outdoor flash. It was, it was just natural light and just screwing with the manual settings. Because I'm going to say one thing. You're not a photographer, or in my eyes, if you just use manual mode. I'll say it again. You're not a photographer if you don't use manual mode on your camera. Because I was able to do this shoot, this legendary shoot, with no flash, with not an expensive camera. It was just a beautiful model, a beautiful car, and a beautiful photographer. No, I mean, I was just able to control it. I was able to control the 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 camera. And the beautiful, the beautiful thing before digital and film was like I was able to see what I was doing and make the corrections right there. Because, you know, when you take a picture with digital, you see the picture. So it... It it was a great shoot, an amazing shoot, 
And I've never spent more than $2,000 for a camera. Even now. I have other photographers that have done stuff for me or with me. And they spent three, four, five thousand dollars for cameras, and I shot with my little funky fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred, two thousand dollar camera, and there's not much difference. And to be honest, I'm gonna Photoshop everything, anyways. And when I'm talking about Photoshopping, I'm talking about filtering, I'm talking about light changes, darkening, lightning, things like that. If you're a young photographer or you listen to me now. Don't go too crazy with the money. Don't go too crazy with, oh, how much I need to buy a fucking $8,000 camera. It's not going to make your dick bigger. Okay? And with some photographers, it is a dick measuring contest when it comes with equipment and cameras and reputation even sometimes. Because a monkey could take pictures. And... <clears throat> It's, it's it's not that hard, okay? It's not that hard. It's, it's not hard to take pictures. To me, photography sometimes is like art. Like, what, what's the suggestive piece of art? Or oh, that piece of art's $500,000. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why is it so expensive? So, to me, photography is kind of the same thing. It's very subjective. Subjective. There we go. So, don't don't go too crazy with the camera buy yourself a film camera go to go to ebay go to amazon go to a, a a pawn shop go to the flea market buy yourself a nice cheap little film camera and get the joy of learning film first because let me tell you one thing there's nothing when it comes to photography to me as fun or as like nerve-wracking as to going to go pick up your fucking film. Like when you put your film in to go get it developed and like you're just waiting for it to get it done and you see it and there you just can't wait to like, ah, damn, look at these pictures came out good. Oh, like, oh, damn, these pictures came out like shit. But it's just the anticipation of, of seeing the film, seeing the work that you did. To me, that's like the part that was even more enjoyable than that, actually taking pictures. But learn, learn film, master film, master your manual settings, master your light, either indoor or outdoor. Because people always tell me, oh, man, do I need a really expensive camera? And I tell them, look, have you ever seen those old school black and white pictures from like the 1930s and the 40s and how clear they were? How fucking spectacular they look. Those cameras were not. Um as amazing as today's technology is. So don't go too crazy with buying something really expensive. And, and really learn it. It's, film is going to cost you a little bit, but the way I see it, with anything that you do that's in the arts, it should cost you a little bit. You should sacrifice a little bit, like tattooing. You have to be an apprentice. Also, with being an artist, you have to suffer. Musician, you have to suffer a little bit to, to be a great one. So suck it up. Buy some fucking film. Pay for the developing because it's going to really make you... I don't think you really appreciate your pictures shooting digital first because you're going to start taking three, 400 digital pictures just to have five or six good ones. Because when I used to go to car shows for Strilo and I used to do pictures, I would only have like two, three rolls of film and that's it. 
that's it. I will only have three or four rolls of film. That's all I'm going to shoot that day. So I walk around, take pictures of cars and people, car clubs together, save my next roll for the car hop, save my next um, a roll for like the performances, and save my last roll for the bikini contest. And that's it. That was it. So learn film, learn your manual settings, master your light, indoor and outdoor light, and shoot everything. Don't just be like, oh, I'm a landscape photographer. Oh, I shoot trees. Shoot everything. Shoot sport things like football games, track. Well, not now, but in the near future, I assume. But just shoot everything because you never know what you're going to do. You never know what you're going to like. Not everybody can shoot girls. So learn, learn it. And then also when it comes to Photoshop, again, I'm okay at Photoshop. I'm not a master at it. I'm not the best at it. But when I edit pictures, I just I edit them so we could have a certain style. And and I call it the buyer the buyer girl style. I just do a little bit of shading, a little bit of color correction. If a girl has a little scar or a small tattoo, if she wants me to, I'll remove it. Sometimes a girl asks me, "Hey, can you remove this?" I go, "Bitch, you have your dude's name." All over your ass. I can't do that for every picture. Plus, I can't do that with video. You know, so that's another thing what I'm going to talk about to you in the future is that we can't. I can't. You can't just shoot every girl. Okay. So that's another thing. I could, I could edit a picture, but I'm not going to edit video. And if, if it's too much to edit, it's not even worth it to me. So I don't Photoshop a lot. I just I just make little corrections. I don't touch a face. Sometimes I see some pictures of some girls' faces. I'm like, dude, it doesn't even look like you. Like, who are you? Or a girl will send me your pictures and I'll see her in person. And I'm like, dude, this ain't you. It's just some photographers suck at photography that they become masters of Photoshop. And I consider myself equally good at both of them. But I'm not a master photographer. I'm not a master Photoshopper. So concentrate more on your photography because I did a photo shoot and actually I did a couple in New Mexico and I'm editing them right now with Esther Rose and we did over 300 pictures. And out of those 300 pictures, I edited 293 out of 300 pictures. So I was able to use all those pictures because the photography and the lighting and her posing was right on. The only pictures that we didn't use when she's making like a goofy face or, you know, it just happens. Just where, while I hit the trigger while she's moving and it's a little blurry. Other than that, I'm using all those pictures. And that's a photographer is somebody who uses pictures for money as very valuable. I, I don't want a photographer who's going to shoot for me, take 800 pictures and, and only like 100 are good. Like, what the fuck? What, what are you doing? And also, have a system when you shoot. I'm talking about shooting girls now. I kind of moved on from the film and all that bullshit. When you're shooting, when you're shooting, have a system. Okay, have a system. Have, when the girl shows up, if you don't know her, introduce yourself. Um, I've, shoot at, I've shot at Airbnbs. And the thing about Airbnbs is, and, in a, and if a girl's a stranger, be professional. Open the door. Make sure all the doors in the bedrooms are open. The bathroom door. You don't want her to think like, damn, somebody's going to jump out of the bathroom or kidnap me or whatever. 
Um, also, before you do any of that stuff, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. So I'm reading my notes. The thing, what, what I do with Barrio Girls is it's, it's very, it's not very, it's not a very common thing to do because people ask me all the time, how do you do this? How do you do that? And, and, I go, guys. Look, it's it's not it's not what you guys think. I'm not sure you guys listen to me or follow me on social media. Look, most of the times I'm I'm home with my kids and my fucking dog. I'm not doing the crazy shit you guys think I am. But you're gonna have a reputation no matter what, even if you're a nice person or if you're you're a creep or whatever. And ladies, let me tell you one thing: photographers, in the most part. Are fucking nerds, <laughs> and the reason they got into photography is for girls. And I'm not talking about fucking girls, but I'm talking about having control over girls, having a pretty girl's phone number, having the ability to talk to a pretty girl or meet a pretty girl or take pictures of a pretty girl, and control her pictures and control her videos or whatever. A lot of guys are like that, so. I always tell girls when they ask me about a photographer, I go, okay, let me see his work. Who has he worked with? And and things like that. And also, you need to kind of find out if this is going to be a paid shoot or is this going to be a trade? A few years ago, with me, it was mostly, it was mostly paid shoots because there was no OnlyFans or any of that shit. Um, another thing too is I also work with porn stars and porn stars didn't really get, they didn't worry about getting paid they just wanted pictures for themselves so instead of them paying me as a photographer we'll do a trade and trade work is very common it's not somebody ripping you off or whatnot it's, it's a very common thing to do because if a photographer is going to be like me where I'm going to especially you never shot before you're going to go, you're going to learn a lot from this photographer. This photographer shot with a lot of girls. He has a lot of experience. He's willing to sit down with you and go over everything because there's a lot of nuances that you don't even know you have. There's a lot of ticks that a girl you have that you don't even know. An experienced photographer like me is going to see those things. He's going to pick them out. So learning, doing trade work, it's not a problem. Now, if you consider yourself... I guess established and shit and you don't want to do trade work and set a price and be professional yourself. Don't go to the shoot and take a hundred fucking like pictures after the photographer paid for the makeup or whatnot. And you're using the girl's makeup for your own, for your own social media or for your own OnlyFans and shit like that. That's kind of not cool either. But if you're a new girl and you want to learn and do trade work for your OnlyFans, it's all good. If you're an established girl and you want to get paid, then again, you get paid. But the photographer doesn't own you. The photographer doesn't own you anything. He doesn't have to give you any pictures. He doesn't have to do, give you any video because, like I said, he's paying you. Now I'm flexible enough and I'm cool enough that let's let's talk. Let's let's see what you want to do. But you do that way before you, you book a location, before you book a flight, before you book any of that stuff. Because if you're having those questions right before you're going to see somebody or right when you're shooting, 
it takes me, well, it takes me, the photographer, kind of like out of kink. It takes me out of balance because I'm like, bro, I thought we we're just doing this. Or I thought we we're doing that. So just make sure you have everything established way before you're talking about uh, dates to shoot or or any of those things. And I think most important, more, most importantly, is to do your research when it comes to photographers. Like really know who the guys is. Ask for references if you're that if you're that um, knowledgeable about that person. Like me, I have a lot of followers. A lot, a lot of people know who I am, and you could ask around. And it doesn't matter. You're not going to make everybody happy. I'm not going to make everybody happy. I've had models that I work with that hate me. <laughs> Shit, I've had models that I haven't worked with that hate me. And I, I, I guess the thing between me and other photographers is just I just don't give a fuck. And it sounds harsh, but I don't care. I'm not here to baby anybody or or be your buddy or or be any of that bullshit. I'm not. I'm here to take good pictures and make you look good and 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 so be it. Now I'm gonna jump to another point. You're not required to fuck your photographer. Okay? Because you guys wanna hear questions I get asked besides how to become a porn star. Do you fuck your models? For the longest time, I was married. When I started doing Barrio Girls, I was married. And I'm not married any longer. I'm single. I'm still single. Do I fuck my models? It's not a requirement. And if you're a photographer, don't expect it. If it happens, yay, it's cool. But don't expect... or Or don't... Don't lower your quality just because you want to hit a chick. Like me and Barrio Girls, I will never shoot an ugly girl just because I want to get with her. No. I, I don't work like that because I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> because I've talked to other girls and they told me about other photographers. He's like, yeah, well, he he said, you know, if I suck his dick, he'll do a photo shoot. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I, I never bring that up. That's never brought up first. But, I mean, you do get close to some girls. You talk every day, and she's naked in front of you. She's touching your, herself, and, you know, things do happen. I'm not going to say they don't, but it's not a requirement. If we're going to shoot, and you look good, and you're professional, and we already agreed it's either going to be trade or paid or whatever, take pictures, sign the model's release, Give a girl a copy of her pictures if, you know, that's the agreement and say, thank you very much. And that's it. Okay. But it's not a requirement to, to be fucking anybody or any of that shit. And it's just, I don't know. It, I, you guys it's, don't think what, I don't want you guys thinking, oh yeah, it's a fucking orgy. It's, it's, believe me, it's not, it's because when I'm shooting, I'm so, I'm thinking, I'm thinking so technically. I'm thinking about the the lighting, the camera settings. I'm thinking I'm not because I'm not really looking at the girl. I'm looking the girl through the through the through the camera. I'm not really looking at her, looking at her. So that kind of takes all the sexy and you know, all all the fun out of it most of the times. But yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, I've I've had some fun with some of the girls, but it's not the main thing. I'd rather take good pictures because, I mean, I could get ass without being a photographer. So that's not it. It's it's the guys who can't get any pussy without being a photographer. Like, that's the only reason they're a photographer, just because of that. 
And when I had, when I used to have guys that used to work with me, and that was it, it was an issue. The, the girls were always an issue. So that's why I'm solo right now. Okay, so again, I was not gonna get to the technical points to to cameras and photography. I wasn't gonna get into the fucking the what settings I have or any of that bullshit. Look, you need to learn that on your own. Okay, just. Take a million pictures. Take pictures. Take that's how you get better. Okay, there's no magic word for me to tell you. Okay, be a photographer, and this is what you need to do. No, man, find your angle, find your niche. You know, find the thing you like to do. And if you guys are serious about photography, I'm talking about fucking serious now. Don't fuck with me. And you want to get into it? Hit me up. Hit me up. Send me a message. And and you know, and if maybe. If I'm working in that area, if you want to come through and watch me work, because I've had that before where girls or guys will come and watch me work and and just to learn, you know, I, I, my thing, my, my thing, even when I do photo shoots with models that never shot before, I love to teach them. I like to kind of tell them, OK, this is not a good angle. You know, your chin is kind of you kind of have a chubby chin. So don't don't look down. So there's a lot of things. And I like to teach people when it comes to basically anything I do but when it comes to photography I like to teach them while I shoot so if you're serious hit me up my email is alfonso at barriergirls.com so you can just send me an email tell me where you're from what kind of equipment you have how much experience do you have and what you want to do and I might invite you to a photo shoot <laughs> so there that's cameras um, and we're going to move on to girls Another question I get. How do you get all these girls? How do you get all these girls? <sighs> Social media. There's been some things, some changes in the recent, I guess, 15, 20 years that changed everything. When I first started doing this, it was really hard. When I first started doing this, especially working with Latinas, a lot of Latinas did not get naked. And the ones that did were pretty fucking ugly. So it was just one of those things that um, I guess pop culture changed a lot of that shit. I want to say the development of J-Lo. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Making Latinas more popular, making Latinas with big asses. I mean, that's something we knew. That's something Chicanos always knew. You know, like, like not going out or whatever. But Jennifer Lopez made it more of a pop culture thing. And more people wanted to see it. Girls started showing it off. And also, Kim Kardashian. Because younger girls saw that, oh, well, I guess it's okay to be a slut. It's okay to be out there. It's okay to have a fucking sex tape and I'm going to be, become rich and famous because they did it. And as crazy as it seems, once those things happened, it became easier. And also with the explosion of social media, like um, there were smaller uh, social media websites, but um, God, I forgot the name of it. Oh my goodness. The guy, Tom used to have that before Twitter, Instagram, all those. Oh my God. God, I'm going to have to fucking pause the show and figure that one out. Hold on. Jesus, I can't believe it is. I can't believe I forgot MySpace. Yes. Well, MySpace was pretty much the start. 
because we had a MySpace and you see girls posting up and you'll start hitting them up. And so the explosion of social media made it a lot easier to contact people, contact girls. Because when I started, it was just only girls from car shows and the whole porn star thing. And that's going to be another episode. I'm not going to really talk about how I got into the porn industry and, and things like that. But the explosion of social media was basically the, the reason how I get girls. And over the years, where I'll post a picture or a girl will like it. I'll go into your social media, see what she's about and thank her or whatnot. But I guess I got really good at seeing because the thing is, you don't ask everybody. You don't ask everybody if they're interested. You don't ask every, everybody if they want to shoot nude. It's and as and I always say it's it's who you ask. It's it's who you ask. It's not because there's some girls like you know they're not going to do any nudity, and obviously you won't ask them, but. I guess that's one of my gifts that I'm pretty good at reading people right away. And I mean, obviously you can't really go off somebody's social media, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Uh, I do have followers and girls do hit me up a lot too, but I also hit girls up and I'm like, Oh, she looks interesting. Oh, I see a, I see she, she's in a stripper bathroom. Oh, let me ask her. If she's interested. Cause she's, I could tell she's a dancer. You, just little things, you know, just just little things that I look at and I see something about her or whatnot and I'll just ask them. So that's pretty much the way I get I get girls to work with me. Another thing, too, is once you once you start talking, you start having a conversation. Just be nice. Be be courteous. Don't be a creep right away. No, but just 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 be cool. Just just don't don't right away, don't don't go with sending dick pics or. Just be cool. Just be cool. Don't blow up the girl's messages. Act like you've been there before. Talk to a person and just be nice about it. If a girl fucking just doesn't interact with you as much as you may like, just let it go. Move on. You you can't be all like, I will fuck you, bitch. You're fat anyways. Like, just just let it go. Just don't take anything personal. Just move on. Keep it moving. That's always tell guys because I tell people, look. Even the other day, I posted it on Snapchat. I go, I'm talking to like 20 girls at at, at a time. Even now, like when I'm talking to girls, I'm 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 talking to about 20 girls because girls either lose interest, get a boyfriend, get pregnant, move. It's just a different combination. So I'm not going to put all my I say all my nuts on on the, in one basket. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm gonna keep on talking to girls and this girl and that girl and this girl. And I guess maybe my organizational skills have been good because I remember who everybody is. I don't mix anybody up. I know who I talk to, who I haven't talked to, and obviously I interact more with the girls that are more interested in doing things. But I fucking keep it moving. If a girl gets a boyfriend, like all right, cool. I guess I'm not gonna talk to her for a while. And sure enough. A year, two years later, when that relationship doesn't work out or shit happens, guess what? She's going to hit you up like, hey, hey, you still want to shoot? Or like, hey, oh, how's it going or whatever? And then you go to their Instagram page and you see all the pictures are gone. Bam. You go with the fucking artillery. You know, you're like, hey, I thought we were going to shoot. What's up? Let's, Let's do this or whatever. And then you put the pressure on because especially if a girl breaks up with the boyfriend, 
or or especially if he cheats. Oh, my goodness. When the guy cheats on a girl that you're supposed to shoot, it's over because she wants to piss him off. She wants to get him mad. And a lot of times, look, a lot of guys don't like me. A lot of boyfriends and baby daddies, they fucking hate me. So, and I know this because the girls tell me that. So, um, so they really want to get bad their baby daddy or boyfriend. They shoot with me. There's two or three that definitely have done that. But be patient. Be nice. Don't be a fucking creep. Be cool. Take good pictures. Have fun. And eventually you're going to develop a pretty good reputation. And not everybody's going to like you. And this is not a popularity contest. And I don't care if people like me or don't. It's, I mean, I prefer they do, but there's don't. I, I make a joke every time a girl um, blocks me on Twitter. I always post it on Snapchat because <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't even know what the fuck I said or whatever, but people are sensitive, I guess. So I just post it up and laugh. But, you know, just try to be as cool as you can. But if you are going to do this, just be professional, be professional, take good pictures. And that's it. I mean, that's really how I talk to girls. Just there's nothing really to it. I, I mean, I always could, even before I started doing this, I, I never had a problem. Even when I was a young kid, I always talked to girls. It's just one of my old partners used to call me um, a silver tongue devil because yeah, I could just, I could just talk to a, talk to a girl and then, a couple of days later, she starts sending naked pictures. Days after that, she wants to meet up to do a photo shoot. I'm like, all right, cool. And it's just, I don't know. Girls always tell me, oh, I feel so comfortable with you. I'm like, oh, well, good. Thank you. I'm comfortable too. Okay, so that's how you get girls. Just be nice. Don't be a dick. Um, I've been asked about OnlyFans. How come I don't have an OnlyFans? And... I really pushed OnlyFans away. I, I pushed it away because in my little monkey brain, I just didn't think OnlyFans was a viable thing to do. I didn't think OnlyFans was one of those things that could actually be sustained or or be ran properly and, and be professional. And, and how can a porn company be an OnlyFans provider? So I pushed it and I pushed it. There's a girl that we, we never met, but we always talk and she's, she's crazy and she has an OnlyFans. And, and she told me one day, look, I, I hear what you're saying, but OnlyFans is going to take over porn one day. And I was like, yeah, yeah, bitch, it's not. Well, guess what? <laughs> she was right. Again, my monkey brain fought it and I lost that one because when it comes to Pornography now, and look, let's face it, pornography is free. And I've seen the changes from VHS to, I mean, I remember the internet when the first like porn in the internet was coming down. I was like, wow, you, you mean you could type this and you could see it? And the millions and millions of the people, or dollars that people made, and how it's 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 free. But it's still a multi-billion dollar company, a multi-billion dollar business. So something's not free. Somebody's getting paid. Somebody's making money. And OnlyFans, social media, it's a huge part of that. It's good and it's bad. 
because I'm going to be super honest with, with a lot of you ladies that want to do OnlyFans or that hit me up about OnlyFans. If you don't have the followers on social media like porn stars do, good luck. Okay? It's, it's, not, it's not easy. Now, some girls are blessed because they have a certain kind of look. They got fucking 48 triple D tits and they're like 19 years old and shit like that. They have a crazy look or whatnot. And they blow up. They go from a couple of thousand followers to like 50,000 followers overnight. And those girls are fucking 19 buying cars and buying houses. It does happen. But generally, if you don't have a lot of followers, you're not going to make a lot of money on OnlyFans. Most of the girls that I know, they're making around two, four, maybe 5,000 a month. That's on the average. And I don't give a fuck what you guys tell me. You're not making no 40, 50 grand, 60 grand a month if you have a thousand followers, 1,200 followers. I don't, I don't care because the numbers just don't correlate. And I'm a numbers guy. And at the beginning of your OnlyFans, yeah, you're going to make money because you're the new girl and all this bullshit. But eventually you're going to start doing those little $5 discount, $3 discounts, all that shit. So when girls say they, they, when they're talking about OnlyFans, I go and I ask them, okay, why do you want to do OnlyFans? You want to do it just for extra cash or do you actually want to make this as a living? This is going to be your career or whatever. So depending on what they answer me on depending, depending on what they give me for an answer, I'll tell them which way to go. For example, I just want extra cash. Okay, fine. Promote it. Do your thing. Um, eventually family is going to know. And some girls are okay with that. Times are hard now. It's not like a couple of years ago where, you know, you did something like OnlyFans or Snapchat premium because you want to get an extra pair of shoes or a nice little bag, you know, shit like that. Now girls are doing it to eat. So I tell girls, look, you have to treat it like a job. You can't be lazy. And I think that's why a lot of OnlyFans fail because girls and guys are lazy. Because they think, okay, OnlyFans started, I'm going to put a couple of pictures, bam, I'm rich. does not work like that. You have to work really hard at it, really hard at it. And when I'm talking about work, work means gym. Diet, makeup, hair, wardrobe, location, equipment, editing, communication, or or having having being able to deal with your customers and not not be so mean and be nice and work them and and get tips here and there. It's all that. Also, and not having a boyfriend or if you have a boyfriend, don't make it fucking don't make it a. <sighs> Oh, this is my girlfriend. Oh, this is my boyfriend. Oh my God. No, keep that shit personal. Okay. There's a million of girls that do OnlyFans. Why am I going to see you if you have a fucking boyfriend? I just rather follow a girl that's single because maybe I may have a chance with her. That's my opinion. A lot of girls tell me different, but I'm a guy. That's what I see. So it, it, if you're not putting four, six, maybe even eight, eight hours a day on OnlyFans, it will not be successful. You have to put the work on it. 
You have to put the work on it. You have to watermark your pictures. You have to promote, promote, promote. You have to work with other girls that are, are, are trusted because girls hate on each other the most. I've seen that girls hate on each other a lot. So if you want to collaborate with another girl, make sure she's legit and you guys can trade content or do content with each other. Also with photographers, I get a lot of girls that want to do OnlyFans and, and I'm like, cool. I get content for me. You get content for you. It's a win-win situation. So lately, yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, trade work for, for content for OnlyFans. Cause like I said, I'm going to start my own OnlyFans. I'm still shooting porn stars, but that's going to be for the actual barrygirls.com website. Cause I'm not going to put fucking OnlyFans content on there. I'm going to mostly work with porn stars again when I release the website. So again, work really hard at it. Be a professional, look good, work with other people that are good. And if don't, don't depend on it. Don't, don't depend on it because what happened with Bill Thorne, what happened with Bill Thorne was horrible. Um, I was reading about that and I was reading how that kind of really fucked up a lot of sex workers that really depend on that, that, that depend on the tips. And I hear that OnlyFans limited the amount of money you could get per one movie or picture or whatnot. And I think what she did was pretty fucked up. And that's kind of what got me into thinking about going back or maybe doing an OnlyFans and actually adding shit to it. But I think a girl, like I said, if she wants to do it, you have to really self-promote and you have to really work at it. Because I, like I said, I know girls, I know, Jesus, I'm, I'm surprised how many girls do have, do have um, OnlyFans. So I was like, wow, like, I don't think she would, but again, it's, it's, it's hard times out there, you know, but if you're, if you're a dancer, if you're a porn star, if you're a girl who's very sexually active or, or very open about sexuality and you're willing to work hard and you're willing to get out there go ahead and go for it do it do it I, I never say no to people but I mean I ask them you know what they want to do for it, what they want to do with it as far as like you know if it's going to be a career or is it just for change um I don't follow any, I don't follow any OnlyFans. So I really don't know how it works, how the menus work. I know girls have like, they have different rates, how much they charge. And that's another thing too. Some of you girls are charging 40, 50 bucks a month or 45, 50 bucks for a video. Bitch. Fuck no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, you can charge whatever you want. Go fuck myself, right? Yeah, it's all good. I don't care. But come on, man. You can't be you can't charge that much. Charge basic fee, charge a rate, and put all your content out there, your pictures, your photos. If you do something special or some something super out of the ordinary, then charge differently for that. But just keep it a basic rate. Because I mean, if you do the math, 20 a month. And you have, say, 500 subscribers. You know, do the math. 500 times 20. That's how much you're going to get monthly. 500 people is not a lot of people. 
So, you know, but it, it fucks up when a girl starts charging 40 or 50 bucks and they're not posting anything or girls will do a beating switch. Well, they'll, they'll say, yeah, join my, join my OnlyFans and charge 25 bucks. And they're posting the same pictures they posted on Instagram, non-nude. Or you or if you're not gonna do nude, just put on there not nude. I'm not getting naked. Because that's the that's the one thing I see. And I'm learning. I'm learning all the mistakes that a lot of girls are doing. These guys message me, yeah, bro, this girl's a scam. She does this, she does that. And as a matter of fact, on my Snapchat for a while, I was putting everything that guys will send me about girls a you know, scam alert on this girl shit. She charged me 40 bucks and it was like a foot video. <laughs> So again, ladies, be cool. Be the money is there. Okay. And the money is definitely there. Just if you do it right, you're professional about it and you provide good content, your followers are gonna sign up again. And see, the thing is, it's not it's not really hard to get followers. The hard thing is to keep them. That's the hard thing. Keeping your followers versus gaining them is two different things. So I don't know. That's kind of what it is when it comes to that. But yeah, I'm working on my OnlyFans now. It's I'm gonna have a lot of stuff on there and a lot of new a lot of new photo shoots that I've been doing. All that stuff's gonna be on OnlyFans. Also all the behind the scene videos because I always gotta I always keep a GoPro going. So all that stuff's gonna be in there. All the unedited stuff, me talking shit in the background. You'll hear everything. I don't that's the kind of stuff I don't edit. I just slap it all up in there because a lot of people want to see what's going on in the background. Order lip West. That was episode seven. So hopefully it answers some pics, some questions about photography, about how to get girls and OnlyFans. If you guys feel that you want more in-depth answers or or things like that, again, just email me. Email me or hit me up on my Snapchat or or whatnot. But uh email me at Salfonso at barriergirls.com. And a little bit of feedback from some of the past episodes. You guys definitely love the Jinx Mace episode. That's been the most downloaded one. I thank you. And I'm going to incorporate more interviews. The reason why I haven't done them is because the whole COVID thing. I really don't like to do phoners, phone interviews and like those other type of interviews through Skype or whatever. I just, I don't know. I, I want to talk to somebody. I want to see their reaction, their face. I want to be in front of them as we talk. So it just bear with me a little bit longer with that because I want to do those. I want to, I want to do those, you know, one-on-one uh, interviews, not no, no, not no phone calls or any of that bullshit. Um, so again, this is episode number seven to you. So podcast, I want to thank you guys again for listening. And especially I want to thank you more if you subscribe and I just, Thank you guys for helping me make this a little bit bigger because it is growing. I look at my numbers every day and I'm like, damn, all these guys listen to my stupid ass today. So thank you. Muchas gracias for everything. And I'll see you or talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.